Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Midnight Mass, book four, Lamentations, written by Mike Flanagan and Danny Parker, directed by Mike Flanagan. I gave this episode an 8.7 out of 10, better than the third episode. I continue to have a strong dislike of the monologues, even when they're interesting. They go on so long that I can't deal with it. But on the flip side, we are starting. We got a good look at the creature. And uh, it's pretty creepy. I still don't know how the fuck he thought this was an angel. Do angels have talons, motherfucker, or what? <laughs> you act like you only read one part of the Bible. <laughs> this is why I have issues with religious folks. So let's jump into our recap. Aaron goes to see Sarah, hoping she will accidentally spoil the sex of her baby for a routine check, only to learn she has somehow miscarried without knowing it. Hey, bro. What? Oh, my God. I did not at all consider the health of this woman's fetus as I accepted how the miracles, quote unquote, were happening. It did not even crossed my mind oh she's pregnant that might mean something for her as well and then when i you know we get this reveal of course it's expected when you think about it but on the flip side it's fucked up mass is canceled however the secret is out about pruitt between the foursome that was in the room about Paul being the same as Monsignor John Pruitt. Sturges is still coping and relating that the three of them, Dolly, Wade, and him, were scared as fuck. She's like, scared? What? Whatever is there to be scared about? He died and came back to life. <laughs> but we're religious. Not like that. He didn't go somewhere calmly and you know verity <laughs> and resurrected his ass from some tomb that we put a huge ass brick in front of that's not how this happened we watched him convulse spit up blood and now he's alive and not, and and he's also seems to be 80 years or whatever how many years i don't know how old he was he seems to be way younger than he should be. But Bev is convinced this is all related to the second coming of Christ. This man is in his room mumbling, <laughs> saying prayers, hobbled into his own shadow, talking about he's hungrier than he's ever been before and it ain't for that ginger soup that your mom used to make for you. Because she didn't love you, clearly. <laughs> missing from your life she is also missing his avoidance of sunlight as well uh, and does not wish for science to interfere of what is happening right now because it's all about faith and not you know we don't need nobody looking at <laughs> some tangible evidence we need the godly contingent like herself who he barely gives any attention to but seems to manipulate when he needs like when she was 
just chattering on he was giving the mm-hmm mm-hmm when you know you're not listening to somebody but then the minute uh it's time to talk about how we could utilize this as a religious experience or he wants to share with her the fact that this is a religious experience he says i, I want to tell you a secret and she came over and sat on the bed like she was mary <laughs> I don't know any other uh, females in the Bible. But he tells her I can feel God inside of me. And she looked like she wanted to feel him inside of her. Then he tells her he needs to be left alone all day to pray. Congratulations. You played yourself. Of course, she can't allow me to see her knock down a peg. And tells him, look, uh we can go ahead and keep this hush hush sturgis is a good disciple he just needs guidance and you did something for the other two's daughter so they're in our pocket but just know that that secret ain't gonna stay secret and you need to reveal yourself put your faith in the light kind of hard to do when your skin sizzles in the sun Ed takes Riley out alone because Pruitt has been encouraging the town to settle their differences and he apologizes to his son for not being as invested of him as a person and wanting to go off on the island and do his own thing despite his resentment that he's harbored just for him leaving and then for the accident and the legal fees he does love him he's just not really good at showing him this when he's around i do need the parents to stop saying well the mom did at least acknowledge when he said what i did not what happened uh but the dad also being like all that other stuff you did no he killed someone that doesn't need to be shoved in one's face but it needs to be fully accepted by you Sarah labels Aaron's blood before Mildred, her mama, comes in with her memory restored and her mobility better. The sun begins to boil the blood before the vial cracks and the blood evaporates? Question mark. So now over to 20 minutes that people don't have conversations like this. <laughs> y'all wasn't even stoned but she the the gist of the 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 moral of the story is her mom was abusive blamed her daughter for ruining her life while she mourns littlefoot as that child saved her she goes back into her abusive relationship he explains his nightmares and then they pray father pruitt prays for strength to ignore his insatiable lusts for something that's some hunger pains you ain't gonna be able to ignore and i knew someone was gonna have to die this episode and the minute i saw (laughs) our candidate i was like oh i'm not surprised um his cross digs into his hand and he realizes that not only does his own blood taste tasty but the wound heals on its own 
Joe debates whether or not to drink at the convenience store. When Sharif asks if he's okay, he leaves saying, fuck you, walking away from temptation. Father John goes to see Mildred now that the sun is down for mass. And yeah, they was fucking in their past life. Since they keep bringing up Sarah's daddy, she had to remember which one is the actual daddy they talk about joe seems a little all the secrets too like i knew back in the day that the father was dipping his uh pen and ink he wasn't supposed to (laughs) but i ain't gonna judge (laughs) but the way they were stroking each other's hands she doesn't hide who she is from him and their giddiness he's definitely trying to save her back to death the comparative argument (laughs) Uh, last for a whole nother 15 minutes seriously y'all ain't even y'all ain't even stoned for this did i already say that because i feel like i need to say it again but her her uh idea of death is a much more poetic much more comforting he doesn't even disparage religion I like Riley because Riley reminds me of me. Like, I have this idea of what I believe death is going to be. And he even finds some purpose. Like, yeah, that is my purpose. I serve the the circle of life. (laughs) I am broken down and reutilized and recycled into the earth. This thing that, you know, have created this other or this person that you know to be me. Um, you know it's just gonna organically go back to the thing that it was before and he talks about the DMT rush she went very scientific in this that's why I went where is this conversations or essay papers because it definitely feels like essay papers and then you have this big dream of dream where your dream you know because it's like going to sleep but then when you go to sleep you have the dreams mixed in with memories and yeah he went through the whole entire fucking spiel it's like is we still going paul slash john is trying to pray the craving away and upset his angel has not shown themselves to explain what is happening to him as he continues to bless or he puts out the wine but there is no blood in it unfortunately joe comes by for some kind words or no there was blood in that wine but he drank it (laughs) that's why he didn't have blood later on he's supposed to say that for the church but he was thirsty he still was hungry though and that's when joe comes by for some kind words which he did receive for making it a day sober it's too bad (laughs) father now had his own cravings he can no longer ignore and in the guise of a bear hug or of a hug he bear traps him before when breaking away he strikes his head falling onto the floor and bleeding out the worst part is the man is still alive as he at first slips up which no blame no brain injuries bleed like that uh then eats his brains peanut butter jelly time
was munching on him like he was a walker and <laughs> that was a human in the <laughs> walking day <laughs> he had him propped up to like a fucking snack Aaron is gonna go to the mainland when she wakes with Riley in her bed to get a second opinion and invites Riley back for the night despite believing to already have found him Sharif allows Ali to go to mass as he cannot tell his son not to search for God while everyone is waiting for mass at the church Bev goes to find the Monsignor and walks right into the middle of the crime scene with the man looking more like a devil and an antichrist more so than any second Jesus but she takes everything in stride <laughs> she just finally like okay mm-hmm. so uh it's fine everything's gonna be fine we need to get you cleaned up uh and then you can just go into church and do the sermon and then well what well here's the thing i actually can't walk in the sun because you know my skin good lord okay so that's the problem too but we'll take care of it um i think she would have had a harder time if this was joe if this was anyone other than joe at least when it comes to convincing the others when it comes to just who died it was better that it was joe but if it was anyone else i don't think she would <laughs> sell out her numerical ticket man that woman got some caudacity though she goes back to a packed house has dolly lead the service in prayer while she recruits her husband the mayor wade and sturges to dispose of it she called that man it several times while explaining how to dispose of a body with a comfortability that is a little unsettling like she been having that knowledge in a back pocket for reasons when she slapped wade when he was justifiably like what the heck is going on around here i died then she browbeat him with bible verses into submission and this is exactly how it happens this is when religion turns into a cult when you stop thinking for yourself when you just give in and don't need to understand or you know you're blindly following he knows this is wrong and yet he's rolling up a body in a fucking rug Sturgis didn't even need to be convinced <laughs> after she walked away to talk to the monsignor he just moved the table out <laughs> oh then she asks if john is sorry to which he replies not at all he's floundering and readily accepts this militant explanation of his sins as well she's like take my land my hand i can guide you through this Eric <laughs> goes to the mainland and is told there is nothing in her blood to indicate she was ever pregnant despite knowing she was far along enough to know she was and the nurse even thinks she may have had a hysterical pregnancy wanting her to go for a psych exam but sarah knows the truth even if she is perplexed sorry for my voice it's just so weird all week i can't i can't change it maybe it's just something i only hear 
but this is fucked up because in her mind she's thinking god took her baby away he chose to lift her up with the angels and in reality wasn't god it was monsignor pruitt Riley comes for AA with Pruitt creepily watching from the porch before they discuss Aaron. He's like, okay, I can come out at dusk too. Uh, though John is discussing himself, like no matter how much you say, why, why, why is this happening? Not understanding, just for a moment, give into it. John then lies that Joe went to visit his sister after he saw him yesterday but riley knows that his sister is dead and i think this really hurt him in some ways like everything he's been doing with pruitt i think he's put an actual effort there he's not calling bullshit he understands where the church is coming from and he respects it and up until this point this person has been someone he thought he could trust and then he lied to him and he's celebrating that ali somehow broke his religion that she calls tradition as if god intervened to show ali the light from his father's impure beliefs um that's not something i'd be bragging at the kitchen table she means well but that's also not at all like oh it must have been hard for him imagine how hard it is i mean look how you react when joe doesn't want to take um communion so for five seconds imagine in someone else's footsteps uh she knows he lost his faith when she comes and speaks with him but believes something is happening on the island restoring the people to i guess youthful um feelings or you know they're they're in better health let's just put it like that but he warns that father father uh paul lied to him and i need you to be careful it's funny because she's been able to rationalize everything that's been happening as kind of a tangible reward for their faith paul is praying feverly for his angel to appear which it does and when it put its long little nail finger in front of its mouth like don't speak <laughs> i'm like oh i know who's the subservient here he then fills the sacrament up with its blood from its vein as john prays riley should have just stopped at aaron's but no instead he chose to go back to the church where he catches the vampire and pruitt and is promptly attacked all pruitt could ever say or john is oh oh he has a very uh a very sexual voice <laughs> like i'm not looking at him and wanting to take him on i mean he's not an unattractive man but his voice definitely there's something in the melody of which how he speaks however he's a fucking moron and uh this is probably going to get worse before it gets better. Excited to announce we got some feedback this week. Didn't even know uh, Mimi was interested in checking out this show. So let's hear what she has to say about the first four episodes.
What up, Cena? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for the Midnight Mass uh, episodes one through four, season one. This is just going to be a summary of everything that has happened thus far. Um, before I start, though, I seriously have a bone to pick with you because I know I didn't told you on several occasions that I do not like scary shit. Like, I don't like it. This show I cannot watch at night. So I'm about to watch episode five. That's why, like, let me go ahead and send this feedback because it's daytime and I can't watch this at night, especially if I'm by myself. Ain't nobody in the room. Um, no, like I hate jump scares. I freaking hate them. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some supernatural stuff. But this shit right here, the gore and the blood and the jump scares is too much. Like I can't. And when I found out that the what was it? The scary, the scary show that you were doing a podcast on the blind manor or something like that. I know I didn't watch that show because you said it was a scary show. And then I find out that the guy who created this show created that one too and he has like a bunch of scary stuff and you knew that and you set me up that's probably why shine joined us she was smart enough to put it together you played me but i'm in it now so i have to find out what happens i can't not know because it's actually a good show and even though i'm scared every around every corner i let it go i was at i was at work during the last like 15 minutes of episode three and I was in the lunchroom by myself and the thing was at the window for the sheriff or Sharif and I almost pee myself like I screamed and like dropped my phone like you got me out here looking like a fool straight up clowning me anyway so I guess first let me let me talk about um <sighs> father Pruitt because Monure Senior, whatever the hell his name is, let's just call him Father Pruitt because that's his real name. And the it was revealed that Paul isn't a real person. It's uh, what is it, Father Senior Monsignor Pruitt? I don't know religion. I'm not a Catholic. Um, according to my mom, I'm Christian, but I'm not really religious. And I know we talked about this and let me, let me just go in really quickly why I'm not religious, because there is a prime example of why I feel this way in this show, Bev, and we going to get to her, but it's people like her that make me not religious because I don't want to be like her. And you're not going to tell me that someone like her and someone like Joe ain't both going to hell. At least Joe knows He's not a good person and he's at least feels the guilt. People like Bev don't even think that they're doing anything wrong. So they go through life thinking they're the good person. So I would put my money that Bev would be in hell before Joe would. At least Joe realized he's fuck up and he's self-loathing and that's why he drinks. He isn't drinking just to go beat up on somebody or go beat up on his kid or beat up on neighbors or run over things. He drinks because he has self-hatred for what he did. I don't know what he was drinking before. Seems like his life was pretty crappy, but at least he knew right from wrong and he knew he wasn't a good person. And to me, when you feel strongly about the bad things you do, that is at least better than going through life thinking that you're above everybody and that your thought process because you go to church every day makes you right and everybody else wrong. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that slide for now because I want to talk about Father Pruitt's old dumbass Pru Pruitt. Yeah. So let me get this straight. 
this dumbass clown in his demented Alzheimer's mind goes into he goes into a like he gets lost in his mind and he wanders off okay and he finds a cave now I understand he's not with it most of the time I can understand him walking and going in there looking for shelter because his mind isn't right I can even allow him time to come to the terms because at this point his mind is clouded with dementia and he's not thinking right so he sees this demon looking creature that kind of looks more like a bat than an angel but it has wings and it sucks his blood and he says angel but that's where I stop because when it was sucking his blood he was still demented his mind wasn't right but when he realized that it fed him his blood and he woke up younger his mind was fixed and altered or not altered it was mended so at that point he could have had a great look at what the fuck was happening i'm in a cave in the dark with the creature that has wings and sharp teeth sharp nails and it bit my fucking neck and sucked out my blood and then it made me drink its blood and it can't come out at in the daytime it can only come out at night this must be an angel no the fuck it's not now i can allow people the benefit of the doubt because i make assumptions that everyone knows science fiction even if you're not into that lore you should at least know vampires suck blood and only come out at night like i'll give you i'll just assume let i make assumptions that not everyone knows that maybe maybe you're from a different era maybe you're not from america maybe you haven't seen vampires all over the place i can give you that but as a religious person you cannot think this is the fucking angel the fact that it can't come out in the daytime what angel in every kind of book you read doesn't come out in the daytime i I just for the life of me can't 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 give him any more benefits of the doubt because the motherfucker's stupid. There ain't no other way for me to put it. Even if you had no idea what a vampire is because you've never read a text, never watched anything, never seen or heard anything. Don't even you don't even know what the word vampire is in in an English or any other language. I can give you that. But as the person that's supposed to be the vessel of the Lord you you know you read his scripture so much that you could quote it without looking it up you have to know that i've i've never seen any description of an angel that uses that context that they can't come out at night now i've read some different things like i know you know depending on what part of the world you're from and what error of dialogue not dialogue whatever error of uh i guess literature you're reading angels don't always appear beautiful like some of them look kind of demonic but if you think about it demons uh like lucifer lucifer was an angel and they say demons are his children so technically you would if you if you use that kind of thinking demons are angels too so i could see them like the human being version of beautiful i'm not even using that who knows what an angel looks like but just the actual context of what an angel is why wouldn't it be able to go out in the sun why would it burn to death 
if it got into the sun? Why would it hurt it? Why would it kill the sun? Kill it? That doesn't make sense. How was the Lord sending it out to to kill villages and murder firstborns of Egypt and, and whatnot? I don't know anything about religion and I'm going to sit here and pretend like I remember all of the things. I know there was a one thing with the lady turned and she she saw she turned into salt because she wasn't supposed to look back. I remember that dumbass story my mom told me. And I remember thinking even back then, like, why is God punishing everybody when they know we're humans and we make mistakes? Like, why couldn't he go down there and teach these people what you're doing is wrong? Let me try and help you. Why are we burning the whole village down? But that's neither here nor there. Um, I just don't, for the life of me, I can't. I just don't understand why he thought that was an angel so much that he like smuggled it through customs and all the way from Jerusalem to America. And let me just point out, I believe full heartedly with my whole heart that he could have got through to cut through customs because he's a white man. He's a religious figure and he's he's Catholic. So I'm sure they got their own system of regulations. And I'm sure with the right people, the right method, he could have got through. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind. But for the life of me, I don't understand how nobody wanted to talk about this flying shit that they keep seeing. No one wants to talk about the fact that the one drug dealer ain't been seen. We know he did because he, he's stupid and he walked into that damn abandoned house because someone was copying him. Y'all motherfuckers is so stupid and I feel like he deserved to die because what he did was dumb as fuck. <sighs> now let me talk about Bev old raggedy ass. Like this cunt I want, I want her to have the worst death. I want that winged creature to just like she starts talking to it. Hopefully I want her to be under the impression that this angel is going to help her because she's so special. And then it bites her fucking head off. Like I don't want it to suck her blood. I want it to bite her whole fucking head off. And we watch her whole body fall to the ground because that's what she deserves. I can't stand women like her. She is the worst kind of Karen because she's a religious kind of Karen. A Karen that thinks she's so much better. Like the way that she was talking to the sheriff. I don't know what her job title is. I don't even understand how she's allowed to do everything. Like, why are you allowed in the school? Are you a teacher? Then why are you in the church? Like, why do you have keys to this man's house? Who the fuck are you? Somebody explain to me what her job title is and why she has so much shit. And they know that she poisoned the damn man's dog and nobody even cares to even investigate like that shit just blows me but when she was talking to the sheriff about passing out the bible and oh no offense but the quran has terrible stories in it and i would never want like i don't i don't, I don't read any kind of religious anything but i've i've heard some like through the things i've watched i've heard some like um indian stories I've never read the Quran. I've never heard any kind of Muslim teaching. So I don't know. So I'm, I'm not going to sit here and discuss her point of view because I have no idea what story she's talking about. I have no idea what goes like, how, like the difference. But I do know that this is a public school and it is literally illegal for her to fucking pass out a Bible. That's against the law. And the sheriff could have said that, but he chose not to. And that for the life of me, I don't understand. Like, why are you sparing this bitch's feelings? Like, it's against the law. Stop it. He could have easily said that. Now, I understand that he's a newcomer in this town, but he's still the sheriff. You were appointed by someone. 
your authority is governed by the fact that you are the sheriff. You're clearly the only law enforcement agent in this goddamn small ass forsaken ass island town. So fucking act like it. Like, don't let this bitch come in here. Like, I wouldn't even have used my own personal. This has nothing to do with my religion. This is a fact. This is a public school. And you can't do that. What you're doing is illegal. So either stop it or I'm going to arrest your raggedy ass. Like, that's what I would have said. And I don't understand why he didn't say it. And I also don't understand why I'm looking at the crowd and it's all these fucking brown people and these people of color allowing this raggedy racist fucking bitch to just say whatever the fuck she wants. Somebody needs to catch hands. And it's her. Like, seriously, I can't comprehend why people are allowing this bitch to act this way. And Aaron kind of sort of stood up for like, why? Are, I don't understand why I, I don't give a shit who you are. Like, what are you what you gonna do? Fight me? Fuck you, bitch. I'm like, you got one more time to say something I don't like. And me and you are gonna have a problem. You don't even have to threaten her like to beat her ass. I would Claire Huxville her. I would drag her for filth in the nicest way possible. Just rip apart every religious shit she just said. Aren't religious supposed to be, people supposed to be forgiving? You just had the mayor, the fucking mayor. I don't know who the bearded dude was. Some the bearded dude in the house. But have them wrap up a dead body in a rug in the name of religion. How the fuck is that okay? Not even some, it wasn't just some rando homeless person that wandered in the house and got accidentally killed. It was somebody y'all all knew. Granted, he was not the the most loved person in the village, but he was A, getting better, and B, y'all see all the blood, and the fact that the fucking father, the religious figure in your town is covered head to toe in blood. His mouth, he didn't even have the decency to clean his fucking face off before they showed up. He was, y'all can put two and two together. He fucking ate the man, and y'all are gonna just brush over this? Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? And then, like, uh, poor fucking Erin lost her baby. And it's probably because now she has demonic vampire blood in her body. And honestly, if the lords I'm following are correct, just like when Father Pruitt Pruitt fucking seized and died, (laughs) she, if something happens to her, she dies, she's going to turn into a vampire too. And he's an asshole for poisoning the, the town while they're at mass like that that doesn't seem religious at all but i've never heard anything good about the catholic church even back in the day they used to do shit in the name of religion so i don't know why this surprises me it's really this show is good for a lot of reasons but i think the hypocrisy of religion and like the fact that uh the the sheriff broke down the the difference between you know christianity and muslim beliefs i actually didn't know that and it was actually very enlightening and it 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 it, i don't know it meant something that he took the time to explain it because i honestly didn't know that it's not going to make me want to convert because i don't like i said i don't believe in religious practices i think if you're if you have faith and you want to worship you don't need to do it in a building like why do i have to give you 10 percent of my income that you had absolutely nothing to do with me earning and i'm struggling but i'm still supposed to give you half my money i'm never going to be okay with that so i'm never going to be okay with religion but that's neither here nor there let's talk about poor riley because 
<sighs> I really hope he's not dead. But then again, the alternative is him being uh, severely drained <laughs> or him becoming a vampire. And either one of those choices aren't going to work out for me. And if anyone interrupts it, well, he does the father closed the door but if anyone interrupts it they just gonna die too so he's probably just gonna be drained barely living just sitting <laughs> in that church or no in the rec center looking like a clown um he should have just went to Aaron's house but I agree with him being suspicious about not being able to uh or not understanding why the father would lie to him because he knew from what Joe said that his sister wasn't even alive and of course nobody in town would know that because he didn't want she didn't want to be buried it there she wherever she died is where she was buried so there's that um and then the last thing I know I talked about it with you offline but um just the fact that every time uh father Pruitt would uh you know heal someone you know he was getting sick and I think he was draining himself probably or or now that I think about it maybe it just has something to do with the fact he was turning because if he keeps drinking that blood he needs to die to be a vampire what's the best way for him to die is just for his body to just give out he, he was probably use like he probably had so much of that damn vampire blood in him that he didn't have any of his own blood his body just gave out and he started seizing <laughs> and anybody that looked at that man die you cannot tell me it's a miracle how the fuck are you still alive and not have a scratch if you came back and you looked the same maybe i would be like okay it's a miracle you didn't die but you look healed like you ain't nothing ever happened and we saw your capillaries and your eyes burst there is no way you should be okay right now <laughs> and i i just ugh, miracle my ass like I, and I can't believe the fucking whole ass mayor was just okay with it. The whole, this whole town are fucking clowns. Every last one of them. And the fact that a mayor of a city can't even afford the medical bills of his daughter lets you know, seriously, some rando call said probably spam. Anyway, I'm going to end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, meet me out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the season. Don't be looking at me like I played you into watching this show. I just put it on the calendar. I didn't say, ooh, you should really watch this show. <laughs> and to be fair, I didn't know it was, it was about vampires until I got into it. I, I saw Supernatural and thought the same thing. We was going to get some hocus pocus. I didn't think it was be as scary as it was. It is pretty fucking scary. The jump, start, the jump scares are definitely getting to me. Uh, but I will say you can now go watch The Haunting of Bly Manor. Because this, or that's not as scary as this is. This is 10 times more jump scares. I felt like The Haunting of Bly Manor was more of a story. Um, a ghost story, but not in the, in the same context. Like there were some moments... But for the most part, I wasn't primarily thinking of fear <laughs> when I was watching that show. But when I'm watching this one, I'm like, oh, nah, what the fuck? Yeah, there wasn't near, there was no blood and all that. It was more like a, a philosophical ghost story. And, and like I said, there, there was a few moments, but 
none that you really couldn't see coming and because that show is so good i think you should go watch it uh i don't do scary shit either so i'm surprised i'm here as well so we could do it together and yeah i knew shy wasn't that's why i didn't i was like i'm surprised you was in <laughs> i thought you knew it was scary um my mom is religious too and she sometimes be like that sometimes they say things and they don't even you just just give her the eyeballs and i i don't even address it <laughs> i don't want to be here all night and yeah uh, joe was a very self-loathing person and they consider like his life meant less than or shouldn't be taken away just because of his past actions and then on top of that you see him struggling to be a better person and then you have people like bev strutting around thinking she is the better person and how horrible that is and it doesn't even seem to be hard for her <laughs> she's easily a bitch um i'm with you with the the demons yeah back to joe forgot about my last part yeah that the dismissal of life and i do i did appreciate the fact that wade said you know that's joe Collins. like she kept saying it and then he's like that's joe collins it's not a thing it's a person and then he even got mad like he put some bass in his voice like his natural reaction was what the fuck did you do and then as soon as uh he did that you got this pint size zealot in front of you smacking you in the face uh then you put the guilt on about your child and uh yeah he feels like he owes this more so than he knows deep in his soul that this is the wrong decision and that's why these people are all cursed because they're choosing to blindly believe instead of rationally decipher what the hell is going on and i'm like bro you could have googled uh just type in the fucking blood sucking um dark cave cannot be in sunlight like if you put the shit out there there are a lot of different words in a, a lot of different cultures for for the same thing so no i don't care if he doesn't know the word vampire or never heard of it before most cultures have identical type of creatures oh there's this long documentary i watched it was so good about how people pretty much have the same names or have different names for the same shit some of the same mythology with a whole different context so yeah this 2021 motherfucker uh <laughs> you could have googled that shit <laughs> i would have especially if i was having these symptoms but i think he wants to believe he wants to have blind faith that this is an angel and not a demon because it's giving him what he wants uh you know i always had a question that i now want to uh <laughs> just to just to fuck with someone going to church and ask like so look so god flooded you know remember when he did all the floods and shit why did he spare all of the brown countries you know africa china native americans did they did we not piss them off and if so why is white people uh <laughs> still on this idea 
that you know they needed to subjugate us for so long afterwards if they had that proof right there in front of them that you know y'all motherfuckers need to be punished you europeans and everybody the rest of us was just chilling living our lives um i think he would have been checked i I know i get what you're saying he's a white man in the catholic church i don't give a fuck it's jerusalem tomb robbing is a thing your ass ain't going out there with no fucking uh through customs without that chest being checked bruh (laughs) and i think bev is just the richest white woman in town she really did poison that dog i forgot to mention she put the 1040 the evidence back she just hit why don't you just go dig it in your yard or somewhere like nobody ever really i mean jesus uh i didn't even think about what is going to happen to these people with the blood in they they veins that's a good question i think that the monsignor was already dying i think he gave him back his youth and restored him but i think that he had to die become a vampire and i think after he some time passed he i don't think he was doing anything like after seeing the 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 creature put his blood in the water like i don't think he was actually doing anything to heal people or facilitate that he was just giving the wine away but there might be something to the fact that he took his blood and thus it restored him but then like he was gonna die anyway I don't know i need some more clarification on that as well but i didn't get the indication that he personally was getting sick for helping other people that to me is just the the blood of the uh vampire but we shall see i thought he just died of regular causes and because he said he, he was way sicker than anyone thought he was so there we have it our episode if you want to send feedback on the next one blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease black or magic <laughs>